everyone, and welcome to another episode of Star Wars Doctrine. We're doing our If I Could Change One Thing series right now, where we take a look at the all of these Star Wars films and break them down and see if I was in charge and able to change one thing about the films, what would it be? Just one thing. Just one thing. So I'm here, Logan Schultz, with me as always is Cody. That's me. So we're going to be looking at A New Hope today. Yep. And let me tell you, this one was... <laughs> we just finished the prequels, and this seems... A lot harder. Mm -hmm. um, as much as we love the prequels, there's definitely easy things to kind of nitpick at. But yeah, the original like, trilogy has been harder to <laughs> harder to write. Well, in the prequels, sometimes it was like, hmm, if I can only change one thing, what would it be? Like, I have to narrow it down to just one. No, but on the originals, it's like it's hard. Sometimes it's hard to come up with one. Right, and of course, like the love for Star Wars is strong. But yeah, just looking at you know, there's a few things that as these stories have evolved across these 42 years. There's different parts that maybe fit a little better now with more information from the previous films or from the novelizations, from the cartoons, etc. There's so much more information. True. So being able to maybe make things a little more cohesive or, you know, occasionally you wrote something and it was really cool then, but might need to be changed now. Or maybe it was bad then. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So with that, we're going to take a look at A New Hope, of course, the first Star Wars film ever written. And... Who goes first? Do I go first? I think you get you to go first? first. I talk first? Who talks first? Me talk first. So for me, the, the one thing I think I would change about A New Hope is just some of the emotion um, that I don't feel was conveyed. And I know I've seen people talk about this before, right. but um, but like the, the number one that always bothered me was just that Luke doesn't seem to grieve at least long enough or deeply enough. Okay. Uh, Aunt Beru and Uncle Owen's death, like if, if you saw the people who raised you, like he knows no other parents. They are his right. aunt and uncle. He knows there's aunt and uncle, but you saw them just straight up bonfire roasted, like barbecue Beru. <laughs> barbecue Beru. I haven't heard that one before. Um, barbecue Beru, um, you know, laying there. It's like we get two seconds of him kind of looking sad. Honestly, though, that shot in Star Wars is, like, maybe my favorite from A New Hope. Just, like, that he has, like, little, like, poncho thing on over him. Yeah. He looks... It's just... It's a cool moment in this. I Music's agree. really good. I agree. I know what you're saying, for sure. And then he goes back to Obi-Wan, and it's like... Okay. Want to go find I that hot girl? else here. <laughs> so, guess I'll come with you and be a Jedi. Like, I, he does say it sadly. Like, mm -hmm. it, it doesn't... It's not like he's like, sweet, I get to leave now. You know, like... I, I, yeah. <laughs> oh. Like father, like son. Exactly. But I I just thought, number one, I would have liked to see some more grieving there, some more of the toll it would take on him, right? Okay. Um, and so then, in that same regards, when Leia uh, watches Alderaan get blown up, it's like very much the same thing. And going back, and this is one of those things that as we've added more to canon and everything, and as we've gone back and done the prequels, right. novels, it just makes it even worse for me because... I've like some of my favorite books have been the books about Leia right. and it's just like so like Leia Princess of Alderaan takes place mostly on Alderaan right, right, right. and it's just this like how much she loves her planet how they're just this amazing people and and like yeah her parents and her don't always see eye to eye but there's just a very like at the end of the day it's all love and it's all just anyways just a great place it's well, just an incredible planet to, to meet Bail Organa in Episode two and three. Bella oh, yeah, is cool. He's a cool side character. Right. In the prequels. And he's yeah. blown up. Yeah. And and it's like, 
you don't see, and I get it, like she's in war, she's part of the Rebel Alliance. I'm sure she grieved while she was in her jail cell, but I just sort of like to see more on that, you know? And maybe someone acknowledge, like, maybe... Hey, you had a tough day. Yeah, well, well like, when she goes back to Mon Mothma, it's like... It's like, Mon well, Mothma. we got plans. They were, like, best friends with Bale and Bray Organa, so it's like... Mon I would have to see her hug Leia and be like, hey, like, I cannot believe this happened. Like, I will take you in if you need. Like, I'm here for... You know, mm -hmm. just something. And then the other one would be, like, Luke and Biggs. Like oh, we yeah, talked yeah. about Biggs Darklighter. Um, it's one of his friends from Tatooine. They threw Womp Rats together, right? Yeah. And a little... And not Womp Rats. Um, but yeah, That's so... True. But he doesn't hardly... There's like the... His friend him. dies while he's flying his X-Wing, which is obviously a bad time to grieve. Right, and but, I get that. And he looks sad and looks kind of distraught. Like, Mark Hamill, I think, does a good job conveying he his does. emotions. But you're like you're saying, it's like... It just wasn't in the two script seconds. as much to grieve. Yeah, I agree. Mark Hamill did a really good job. No... No diss to them or uh, to Carrie Fisher or Mark Hamill. Right. Not on the acting. I've seen you like in the script. Maybe it would have been nice to see some more of that. Especially, like you said, with the new stuff we know now. Right. And how, you know, like, I guess when we first watched the movie, we knew her home planet was Alderaan. But there was no guarantee her parents were on it at that moment, I guess. But we right. know that. Or, or if she even had a good relationship with her parents. Like, who knows? But she could be out running around, you know, like, if Arizona got blown up, like... Sorry for everyone in Arizona who died. But, like, you know, I'd be like, okay, I mean, that'd be terrible, but maybe if some of your family got out, you know, you'd be, like, holistically, you'd be okay, even though yeah. you might miss your home a bit. Right. But the fact that she definitely lost she all her family, family who she would have known was all there at that time. Yeah. So I that would have been the bigger it's part. It's just, yeah, exactly. So it's just one of those things that if I had to choose one thing, it would probably be that. I think it'd be interesting, too, because each character has that, they have a good moment, I guess, you know, like, and Brew and Uncle Owen, they, Luke has a really signature mu look. The music swells beautifully by John Williams. It's gorgeous. Love it. And it's a perfect scene. Mm -hmm. But it's like a scene. Yeah. Like you're saying. And it, I think it would have been better if, okay, now it comes back to him. Like, okay, Obi-Wan dies and he's pissed, right? He's, no, and tries to fight. And then Obi-Wan's like, run. Yeah. <laughs> run, Luke. Come on. And then he's grieving again on the Falcon. So, like, I think something like that where, like, Emperor's death hits him again. Yeah. Or Biggs' death hits him again, or Leia's kind of like, like you said, if she met with Mon Moth and there was like the big hug. Right. Like it'd be, okay, yeah, she did lose her planet and she was upset then, but here's again, it's still a thing. I was actually, because now that you just say that, I think, yeah, that's one I've seen. People talk about, well, looks like Luke grieved old Ben Kenobi more <laughs> than he grieved his family, you know, or things like that, which, whatever. It, it's not like he spent all that time. He's just like, I can't believe he's gone about Obi-Wan. And it's like, and I guess honestly, that might be but, more impactful. Like his parent or his his adoptive parents basically died. Yeah. But luckily, he had this guy who's kind of been raised with him around him. Like his basically, yeah. Obi Wan, I feel like is kind of like an uncle figure. Yeah. In his life, it, I think so. But he also, it's like, how much does he know of? I don't know. But it's someone he's been around and he's known a little bit about him. So then bit. he loses Obi Wan. So now every parental yeah, figure is gone. Like so the last of... maybe it's not just losing obi-wan it's losing everybody and it's all just kind of collapsing and hitting mm -hmm. well and that's one of the, the issues the too that people complain with in the sequels a little bit is you just there was a lot of complaints about luke not mourning han's death you know? right because there is rough. one scene where he looks like oh han's dead yeah and so it, i don't know it's just interesting because it, it's like it's almost similar 
in a way. That's like, kind of I, I agree. I, I wanted, guess Luke just sucks at Warner. <laughs> Luke's like, I wanted... Oh, they're dead? Well, there's oh, well. There's apparently a deleted scene where he actually mourns Han, yes, and they right. just took that out. But, but anyways, that and being it's not said... not even in the deleted, deleted scenes. Oh, really? I don't think so. No, or is it? So. Okay, that one's in the deleted I don't scenes. Know, I don't remember. Anyways, but yeah, it's like one of those things where it's just... would be nice to see, but... Agreed. Anyways. And I thought something I was thinking about just real quick about sure. that was... Carrie Fisher mentioned when all the run blows up it was really kind of awkward because it's literally just a screen and someone would go bang <laughs> bang there was literally someone who went bang and that's when all the run blew up because like it's special effects <sighs> they're literally staring at like that little kind of cardboard cutout that they made right to be the window and someone goes bang and then Carrie Fisher's be like no my family <laughs> that would be hard yeah so that's just kind of funny do you think they let Luke look at some skeletons when he <laughs> someone's just like on the grill Oh dear. And brew. <laughs> some ribs. That's Gosh. messed up. Alright, well let's let's hear yours. Okay, mine actually has to do with some prequel consistency. Mm-hmm. Um Obi-Wan will forever be Alec Guinness and Ewan McGregor. I don't think they're really separable. Certainly. Um and I think I love Alec Guinness as Obi-Wan. He's and they retain a lot of the similar kind of personas. There's Obi-Wan's always wisecracking. He's been since episode one through episode four to his death. He's kind of a wisecracking, has fun guy mm -hmm. but i wish we got to see a little bit more of obi-wan's kind of obi-wan-ness i don't know the, i feel like there's a little too much of an old hermit in him yeah in episode four there there's still you see kind of the highlights of obi-wan being like himself or kind of like what you what we're familiar with in you seeing the ewan mcgregor impression in like two and three where he's a growing master and a very capable jedi knight mm -hmm. and a mostly capable tactician though he occasionally just jumps down and says hello there but <laughs> But I mean, he's, I think it would have been a little more interesting to see a more capable Obi-Wan. Right. And then we kind of get like the old man kind of sneaking around places. And then obviously the fight between him and Vader, I do love, I don't want it to be episode three, part two. Right. But I think it'd be interesting to see them be a little more capable force users, a little more capable. Right. But I do kind of like, I do like the difference in the style and I don't want like a flippy flippy fight. Yeah. But I do think it would be interesting if that one progressed. I mean, well, the technology wasn't there to do it. Yeah. It just wasn't there to have a cool fight. Right. Even though Alec Guinness was trained in sword fighting with some other films he'd done, it just wasn't there. You couldn't pull it off. No, not like they did. Because they couldn't, they could only, like, they weren't even supposed to technically touch the blades because right. they, they would break. Right, because they were so fragile. In the first film. So having maybe Obi-Wan be a little more, maybe a little more upbeat and a little... A little less old. Well, yeah, he's <laughs> really just kind of... He just seems too much of an old hermit. Well, especially when we know the time gap's only 19 years. Yeah, he. I mean, so he's, what, 30, basically, in episode 3? So he's yeah, 40. I don't know. I don't or 45, 50. He's 50, but... Yeah. He's a really old 50. Yeah, that's... And and I've heard people talk about they'd like to see in the Obi-Wan TV show them talk about that, like, maybe show how hard the two sons in the desert were on him, and, like, mm -hmm. maybe he's up all night having nightmares, and... I want it's him just, to have nightmares in the Obi-Wan yeah. series. That'd oh, be absolutely. so cool. About Anakin or about Vader. About and just it haunts him, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So that could take a toll on him, and maybe that's why. It's like... Right. But I just think but, something that I saw was in the... From a certain point of view book. Uh -huh. You all heard that. There's the part where Qui-Gon fully appears, which is super cool. Like Qui-Gon yeah. finally fully appears as a Force ghost to right. Obi-Wan right after Aunt Beru and Uncle Owen are found dead. And they have yeah. that discussion... But in that, Obi-Wan seems a little more hopeful and capable. Mm -hmm. Probably because they're just, the Arthur is writing him more from the episode three persona right. of Obi-Wan. But he's, 
he definitely feels like more like I feel like there's just so much distance. So maybe when he fights the the Tuscan Raiders, Obi Wan could be a little more handy. Right. You know. That'd be cool. And maybe you could throw in like a hate, hate flying joke in episode when when they're flying the Falcon, they're getting like attacked. You'd be like, oh, this is why. This why I hate you know, flying. just a little more consistency with the character and make him a little less of an old kind of useless mentor and more of like he's still a capable fighting mentor, but he knows he needs to pass on the torch and he's definitely lived a hard life. Okay. So I guess there's a little more upkeep on the character. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, I like that. And I think you pointed out some things I just hadn't really thought about. But yeah. Oh, I, now now I'm like, I, I would give anything to have a I hate flying joke. And I'm so cool <laughs> like, that would be the coolest thing. That's, like, it's really cool when there's like awesome. those two stormtroopers and he makes like something kind of crash like off in the distance with the force. Super cool. Yeah. But also when it kind of cool, but went, and they fell off. <laughs> yeah. Or if he like mind tricked them again or I don't know. Yeah. All right. I just would have been an interesting spin. Okay. But that's what we would have changed. Obviously, this is difficult. We talked about this a lot. Mm -hmm. And it's just fun to think about what would you change if you could change with Star Wars? Yeah, so let's let's uh, let's hear yours in the comments on episode four. Um, like I said, we're going to or like we, we said, we're going to be doing this with every movie. So check out our other ones for sure. Um, and um, until then, I hate flying. <laughs> I mean, may the force I be with you. I hate flying and may the force be with you. <laughs>